0: Menopause Moment, brief conversations, deep knowledge. The number 1 show for women coping with perimenopause and menopause because no woman should go through menopause alone. Welcome to Menopause Moment. I'm Susan Barantiniamo. Mo. This episode is sponsored by MedTerra, our CBD, your health. Okay. Today, I'm talking about sleep disturbances and insomnia on the list of the most challenging things that happen to you in perimenopause and menopause. So today, we'll talk about what kind of sleep disturbances there are, why they happen, and we're going to cover some potential solutions that might work for you as well. Okay, what are sleep disturbances? Well, there are different kinds. There is a kind where you have trouble going to sleep and you're lying in the bed going, when will I sleep? When will I sleep, I wish I could sleep, I sure wish I could be tired at all. <laughs> there's also the kind where you're actually able to fall asleep, but then you wake up wide awake for no particular reason that you can identify. There's also the time when you fall asleep and you wake up because of night sweats. And then there's also the kind of sleep disturbance where you sleep through the night, but you wake up tired because you didn't get good REM sleep. These are, these are the challenges that happen in this time of life. The National Sleep Foundation reports that 61% of menopausal women have sleep problems. And a 2017 CDC study showed that half of perimenopausal women and more than half of menopausal women wake up in the morning at least four days a week still feeling tired. And this can be a real problem because it leads to irritability, depression, anxiety, brain fog. And there's even a connection between sleep and quality of sleep and weight gain and how much we snack. So sleep's pretty important. One of my first early perimenopause symptoms was insomnia, sleep disturbance. It was pretty brutal. Many nights I struggled to fall asleep in the first place. Other nights I'd fall asleep but I'd wake up and I couldn't fall back asleep. Other times I'd wake up in full sweat mode. Most of the time I'd wake up and I was always tired. So if this is your struggle, I totally get you. I feel your pain, I feel your pain. So hopefully some of the things today will be helpful to you. It's not any fun. Okay, why do sleep disturbances happen now? Why are you struggling to sleep? Well, if we're being super fair, it's not just because of menopause and hormone shifts. As we head into our 40s, 50s, and 60s, we have much more complex lives. We have more responsibility, we have insane schedules, we have a lot more on our minds. Many women are raising children or have children who are going off to college. We're trying to grow at super pivotal points in our careers and maybe we're looking after our parents as they age. It's just a lot of stress and and sleep is hugely impacted by stress. So we're already having these stressful sleep challenges due to our increasingly complex lives. But now there's a big component that's hormone-driven. So we know that as estrogen and progesterone decrease, we lose some of the production of chemicals and neurotransmitters that are associated with calm relaxation and sleep. And again, whenever I talk about medical science-y stuff, I'm gonna super, super simplify it because I'm not a doctor. I'm just making it simple. We're just talking here, girls. So <laughs> so we, we lose some of the ability to produce some of the chemicals that, that help us sleep and stay asleep. And we also lose some of the chemicals that help us manage anxiety and, and to feel calm and relaxed. That's the gist of it. So we're going to take a short break for a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to come back and talk about solutions that will help you fall asleep, stay asleep and get better quality sleep. For many women, menopause comes with hot flashes and night sweats and they can be brutal. Mine kept me awake all night, so I was tired and cranky all day long. I tried all kinds of supplements and CBD oils, but nothing put a dent in my hot flashes. Then, I started using Medterra's CBD oil, and my hot flashes and night sweats were dramatically reduced in severity and frequency, so I wake up less often and get a lot more sleep. Just a dropper under my tongue in the morning and another one at night, and my hot flashes decreased by about eighty percent. And unlike many of the CBD oils I tried, there's almost no taste to Medterra's CBD oil, which makes it a lot easier to take. Get your CBD oil at Medterra.com today and use the promo code Menopause Moment, all lowercase, for ten percent off your order. Okay, we're back. So let's talk about solutions for sleep disturbance now. Before I get into it, I just wanna make it very, very clear. I say this all the time, I've tried a lot of things. There are many options out there. Some of them are snake oil, some of them work. I will only share with you the things that I have tried that work for me. But most importantly, please know I am not a doctor, nor am I any kind of medical practitioner. Do not take medical advice from the internet. So before you do any of the things that I recommend, before you take anything I suggest, Please check with your doctor or medical practitioner. Do not take medical advice from the internet, please. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you the things that work really well for me. First and foremost, I found in my thirties that melatonin, a supplement that you can take and it's over the counter, worked really well for me. And throughout my thirties and early forties, I took melatonin on and off so i would notice i would start to have some sleep trouble i would take a little melatonin and for a couple of weeks i'd be on melatonin and then i'd get back into my circadian rhythm rhythm <laughs> i'd get back into the the sleep cycle of my you know that was normal for me and i'd be fine so maybe a few months later i'd take it again but but for the most part it was just on and off and it was really only to kick me back into my normal circadian rhythms so Then when I kind of started to head into perimenopause, I found that my sleep disturbances became more problematic and I would take melatonin to sleep, but I would still wake up in the night. So my doctor recommended that I try an extended release melatonin, which is what I take now every night. And it is phenomenal. So what it does is it's, it's exactly what it sounds like, extended release. It, you take the melatonin before you go to sleep. and about half an hour, it starts to kick in. And it's a long duration. a slow, sustained release throughout the night. So instead of taking it and then waking up because it's, you've processed it, you take it, you fall asleep, you stay asleep for the rest of the night. It's a great thing. So um, a, just a very simple over-the-counter supplement that uh, has made a huge difference for me. Another thing that I recommend, especially if you have trouble falling asleep, is there's a great supplement that Medterra makes, that Medterra is our sponsor, and the link is in our our show notes for today down below. Medterra makes a CBD melatonin combo supplement, and it is amazing. If you have trouble relaxing before bed and falling asleep, this thing, I'm telling you, it is incredible. Both my husband and I take it when we're having trouble falling asleep. And I'm telling you, I mean, it is just, you you get sleepy and drowsy, but in a really pleasant, relaxed way, and then you fall asleep. Now, I've been in talks with them. You guys know, ladies, I am always out there talking to my brand partners, trying to encourage them to do things a little better, a little differently. I'm trying to get Bedjet to make a travel version. I'm trying to get Medterra to make an extended release CBD oil supplement because I think that would be amazing. (laughs) So fingers crossed that'll happen too. Um, Another thing is CBD oil in general is great for relaxation. and helps me manage anxiety more effectively overall and so that's another little helpful thing that you can do to help with your sleep now from a less supplementary point of view <laughs> things you can do to help with your sleep first blue light filters and reducing screen time so we know that our screens our computers our laptops our TVs our phones our tablets their screens emit a blue light. That blue light simulates simulates sunlight. So what that means is that that is telling your brain not to produce natural melatonin. It's telling your brain to stay awake. So what you can do to combat that is have glasses with blue light filters, although those don't, they help protect your eyes, but they don't necessarily filter out enough of the blue light to help your brain. So install a blue light filter app um, mine is called Twilight. I have one on my Samsung Galaxy S, S whatever this is. I'm not sure what I have anymore, <laughs> I've forgotten. But I have, uh, Twilight is the app I use. And then I also use the blue light filter on my Samsung phone. And those blue light filters will help filter out some of the blue light. But the, the thing that happens is, I have mine go on at 5 p.m. every day. And my screen goes from this pretty white to being a little yellow that's fine. It, you know, I, it's not ideal, but it's the best I can do. You know, I I have to just live with it. Okay. That's what I'm saying is my husband doesn't like blue light filters at all because he doesn't like the way they make the screen look. I figure I'd rather sleep. So blue light filters. Also, the experts recommend that you stop looking at screens for a few hours before you want to go to sleep because it just helps you calm your mind and it also helps your brain begin to produce that melatonin that's so important. I really believe in meditation and listening to soothing things before bed. I actually have a pair of earbuds that are like these. I'll show you this one, it looks just like this. And it's just a little guy that goes in my ear and uh, it comes with two of them, and one for each ear. And so, so I'll pop one of those in and I'll listen to some meditation, I'll listen to some boring, you know, speaking that helps me sleep. The Calm app is phenomenal for that. And they have sleep stories that are kind of fun. Sometimes I'll listen to a news program and just, you know, listen to it and put my screen face down. But I will put one of these in and lay on this side. And then if I decide to roll over to the other side, I'll just take this out, put the other one in and (laughs) lay on this side. Um, One little tip is these little buggers can really hurt if you fall asleep on them. And that's something that happens to me quite a bit is, you know, I'll, I'll find it, you know, I'll have laid on my shoulder on it, or it'll be in my back or something. Cause that's what happens to me when I sleep. So, um, you, you want to be a little careful of that because it does leave a little bit of a bruise sometimes, just a pressure bruise. You guys know way more about my sleep than anyone other than my husband. Now, there you go. Other things that I like for sleeping, uh, I like a super, super dark room. Not too dark because I like to be able to wake with the light in the morning, but just dark enough. I don't have any lights or indicators. We don't have a a clock that has lights. I I don't like to have lights or indicators in the room. Uh, I like a cooler than normal room, meaning I like the room to be a low temperature. And ways you can help with that, having a good quality bed that breathes, a really good pillow, good quality sheets. I recently spoke with an amazing sheet expert and I think he's gonna come on the show to talk to us about how to prepare our beds and how to have the best possible sleep on our beds, which I think is cool. But an interesting thing I learned from him is that what constitutes a great quality sheet for you may be different than what constitutes a great quality sheet for me. So there are very crisp sheets, There are sheets that are so soft, they're liquidy. And what is important to you and what helps you sleep better is really subjective. So you have to try out a bunch of different kinds of sheets. And I'm currently experimenting with some sheets and also some pillow covers and mattress pads that are supposed to be cooling. So I'll keep you posted on that. Keep your eyes on the show for an interview with our sheet expert. Another thing that a lot of people don't like to hear about sleep is that alcohol is terrible for sleep. Now, I know you probably think, but I have a glass of wine before bed and it helps put me to sleep. Yes, a glass of wine or a cocktail will help in the production of a sleep-aiding, sleep-inducing chemical in your brain, but your system metabolizes that chemical super fast, so it goes away super fast, and it also blocks REM sleep. So while you might think that alcohol helps you sleep, the research actually shows it definitely does not help you sleep well or stay asleep. A couple of other things, exercise really helps to sleep. For me, when I don't exercise, I had, I had surgery on my left hip. And so when I don't exercise, that hip aches in the night. So if I exercise, it's not just that I am you know, getting oxygen in my system and pumping blood. It's also I'm getting my, that hip moving. So when I don't exercise, it tends to ache in the night. And, and if I do exercise, I don't have that same pain. So I sleep a lot better. And I notice in general that exercise helps me rest better, even if it's not a huge effort, just some exercise, something to get your heart moving a little, get your body moving a little. It helps with sort of those overall aches and pains, and it also really helps with sleep, rest, relaxation. And it's really good if you can get outside and exercise. I don't know if your mom ever said this to you, my mom used to tell me, go outside, get some fresh air, so you sleep all tonight. She always was all about the fresh air will help you sleep. And more and more, I find that's true. When I'm outside, when I get some fresh air in my system, whether it's just walking outside or being outside with my puppy or going on a boat or whatever it is, it does help you sleep. So last thing I'm going to talk to you about is your diet. And a lot of people hate this one, but I'm just going to give it to you. Here's the deal. A really healthy diet with whole foods makes a massive difference in sleep. My husband and I went on Whole30 and since we did, I have slept like a baby. (laughs) It makes a huge difference. It doesn't mean that we'll be doing Whole30 forever or that we won't take breaks, but cutting out those extra sugars, those processed foods, a lot of unhealthy carbs, it Focusing your diet on fresh whole foods makes a massive difference in the quality of sleep you're able to have. And not eating a whole lot before you go to bed also really helps. Okay, I've given you a ton of suggestions. Please check with your doctor. Make sure it's okay for you to do these things. But I do hope they help. And if they do, share in the comments. And also, if you have other ideas, share those in the comments so other people who watch the show or listen to the show can benefit from your experience. Thanks for watching flash on